midfield is locked away. They are ready. Stand by for a start. As magical as this sounds, hearing it doesn't come close. Seeing is believing. The Melbourne Cup Carnival, November 4 to 11. Tickets at Ticketmaster. On radio, digital radio, the app and streaming, RSN's Racing Pulse. Where's Barber? Still about two off the lead, but starting to launch. Wiggum moves through at the 200 metres, took perilous fighter capitalisation, then Barber. It's Wiggum with 100 metres to go in front. Wiggum is holding them at bay, and Wiggum, Wiggum has won it from Barber second, head bobber third. Uh, Wiggum giving Damien Oliver a win on his final Melbourne Cup day. Uh, no joy in the cup itself, but that certainly brought a smile to Ollie's face. And, Two days down, we are 19 races through 37 of Melbourne Cup Week, and Damien Oliver, in his final Melbourne Cup Carnival, is leading the jockeys Hell with yes. the most wins on three. Ollie, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Uh, that's obviously satisfying to get a win on your final Melbourne Cup day. Tell us overall, what was what was the day like for you? Was it a little surreal as well in the build-up to the Cup and then after the Cup? Yeah, it was a great day. It was such good weather. You could just feel the the crowd building throughout the day, um, and it was a massive day. It was, you know, it was kind of felt like we were going back to the, you know, the glory days of mm. you know twenty years ago when we used to have those massive crowds. So it was a, you know, it was it was great atmosphere out in the track there yesterday. I don't think I've ever seen a more star studded star studded group of jockeys, Damien. The, the the boys' jockeys room with Ryan Moore, Joe Marira. It's like they'd come from all over the world to sort of give you a final handshake. <laughs> Yeah, well, that photo they did of us all in the mounting yard for the race, it was kind of like a footy photo. It kind of it was pretty good touch, I felt, you know, with all the star jockeys and, you know, the great jockeys we're having in Australia and the emerging jockeys as well. So I thought that was that was brilliant. Just just Ryan Moore, like, he never says anything. He's actually cracked it for half a smile in the photo. Uh, was there any anything said with the great English jockey? Yeah, actually, both Ryan and Joe um, went out of their way to shake my hand yesterday and wish me all the best because... You know, mightn't see those guys um, again or for a while anyway. And, um, you know, they're both champions and um, and Zach as well. Great to have him there. And, um, you know, yeah, and, and even some of the young jockeys and the, and the great jockeys we've got and, you know, some of the, the female jockeys as well. It was just a, it was a great gathering of, um, you know, world-class jockeys. I'm intrigued, Ollie, by Ryan Moore, sort of away mm. from the eyes of, of the media or the public, you know, in the jockey's room, or I don't know if you've had much to do with him away from the track. Is he as sort of deadpan as he appears to be when people are asking questions about his rides or how he went, or is he cracking jokes and a bit bit more uh, lively? No, he's pretty quiet, Ryan, pretty private sort of guy, but, um, you know, he's probably not quite as um, <clears throat> reclusive, you might say, in, in the jockey's room as he is to the media, but... Mm. You know, he's, he's a man of few words, but when he does talk, he, he makes a lot of sense. He's, um, you know, he's, you know, probably what you describe as a bit of a man's man, Ryan. <laughs> His sister never shuts up. Like she, was, <laughs> she was the one who used to do that. She's, she's great. She's never get a word in. <laughs> no, exactly. So between them, they're about normal. <laughs> uh, and... Just, uh, th- 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 I think the thing that I love most about the cup is, you know, when that photo was taken, that 
that amazing 15 or 20 minutes in the mounting yard as things start to really warm up the horses come through the tunnel the the buzz of the crowd seems to get louder that's it's kind of priceless that that 15 minutes yeah, there's, it's a build-up like no other race, you know, with the national anthem. Um, obviously, the celebrities and the and the the, the stars and the, the music, Delta Goodrum singing, obviously. And, yeah, it's a build-up like no other. And, obviously, with 24 runners and a massive amount of connections all there, it's... It's, it can be quite overwhelming. So, But um, all the horses were really well behaved yesterday. Sometimes when you get that big of atmosphere, they can lose it a bit, but it was, um, you know, it was pretty good yesterday. What do you make of Mark Zara's ride in the Cup, Ollie? You've had a couple of cracking Melbourne Cup rides. Uh, was it one of the best you've seen? Yeah, it was just a perfect ride. He um, found the fence from a wide gate and got behind the right horses, although he was probably following me, not probably one of the right horses, but he said, I... I didn't really want to be following your horse, uh, Ollie, but I knew I was following you, and I knew you'd be knowing where you were going. And I had uh, Gold Trip and and um, Vorban in front of me. So, um, no, he, when he went past me, like I was nailed to the fence, I thought, oh, he's going to be hard to beat. Just on some of the, the big flops in the race, Vorban and, and others, uh, could some of them have just not handled the day, the, the mixture of the really warm, sweltering, unseasonal almost weather... Um, and the, and the buzz, you almost get a bit of heat off the crowd as well. Is it was it a sort of a melting sort of scenario for a few horses that weren't accustomed to it? It might have been a little part of it, but um, I had a look at those two European horses. They didn't look great in the coat to me. Um, you know, obviously they're changing seasons, and also I, when I analysed Vorban's two runs, you know that was a you know a restrict not a restricted race, but not a strong class race. He ran on at Ascot and very slowly run. He kind of really had the race handed to him and then when you look at the race out of Ireland as well Valiant King had run pretty average here in the Caulfield Cup so I felt the form probably was a little bit misleading I mean he won by big margins but you know he hadn't raced in any sort of a real hot or strong or strong class sort of race and that was a brutally run race cup yesterday you know when you get a Gay Waterhouse and a Lloyd Williams combination in front you know they're not there's no going to be nowhere to hide and it was it was a pretty uh, constant strong tempo throughout the race yesterday. You weren't surprised by that. It sounds like you thought it might happen with Gay and Lloyd, but it was really, it was really full on. I mean, I know it wasn't a record time, but it was a tick over three eighteen. It was. I don't think I've ever seen a more brutally run Melbourne Cup other than the one where Aidan O'Brien sent out the, you know, the scouts about fifteen years ago. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure there has been some stronger, you know, strong similarly strong races run in recent times, but they never seemed to rest in that middle stages where, where you can. It was pretty constant tempo throughout the race. What do you make of, of Sulcombe? Uh, I don't know if you've been on many horses that refuse to get out of the gates like he does and, and Joe Marrera's ride. There's been a bit of, I think, unwarranted feedback saying that he, he, he could have ridden the horse better, but it must be difficult when you're on a horse like Sulcombe. Yeah, we all know what a great rider Joe is, but that's the... Um, dilemma when you bring in a you know a jockey that's not used to riding against the horses and jockeys all the time and you know I, I kind of thought it was a, a strange move putting someone like Joe on in that sort of race on a tricky sort of horse he he had the back of the winner and probably what I felt was one of the horses to beat and then went for looking for runs elsewhere and and obviously didn't get him I felt felt if he had stayed on the on the winner's back not sure he would have beaten it but he certainly would have got pretty close to it so are uh, the international jockeys that are superstars, and 
we are in awe of them, like Ryan Moore and others that fly in, fly out. How difficult is it actually to do that? Especially someone like Ryan Moore yesterday, he just had the one ride. He just landed from over in America, the Breeders' Cup, one ride, and then he's on the plane again. How difficult is that? Some of the top jockeys can nail it and get it done, but it's not an easy task. I've done it myself, you know, ridden around the world. Where you go into a different track, you're not familiar with the horses, the, the jockeys, the trainers, and just how the horses are running and... And just the little things, you know, it, it is, it's, it's difficult and it's, it's certainly a big advantage if you're riding regularly here or in the same place and you know the horses, the trainers and the jockeys and the horses really well. And they only get one shot at it. It's not like they can go, okay, now I'm familiar with it, let's go again. It's, it's over in an instant, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Hey, tomorrow's your day. Seven Oaks you've won and you're on a good chance as well. Baselina uh, tomorrow for... Emma Lee and David Brown hit the line really well in the ethereal at Caulfield. How do you see the Oaks tomorrow? Yeah, I think I've got a good chance. I've been really pleased with Vaselina's lead-up runs. And, um, yeah, I think she's got a good chance. And you got a bit of a, I suppose, guide on one of the other uh, opposition horses because you rode Athelflaed on Saturday in the Wakeful and, and she hit the line really strongly as well. What are your thoughts about her as an opposition tomorrow? Yeah, I think she'll run the distance, no problem. Um, whether she's got the class or not, but the distance certainly won't be a problem. But I'm happy enough with the horse I'm on. I've, I've, I was committed to her after the uh, ethereal, and um, she's drawn a good gate, so I'm really pleased to be on her. Ollie, I don't know how sentimental you are, but I just keep looking at this photo with you in your last Flemington with the greatest group of jockeys great I've ever photo. seen. It's a great, I don't know what you've got on the walls or your mantelpiece, but are you going to get a, a nice big print of that and, and whack it on? Because it seems to represent a great deal about you and your career and your, your position in the sport I, I think you need to i know you're often careful with money but you might need to spend a few bob on on getting a nice big print of that yeah thanks mate that would be a nice uh one, nice keepsake that one but i'm not real collector of uh racing photos or that all the stuff that i do have is probably more in storage not up on display have so, you got anything on the uh, wall uh, more just family ones, I think. Uh, family photos, maybe a few at the races with the family, but not not racing photos, no. Oh, all right. We'll get it for you. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, and then how's that make it easier to put it on the wall? Uh, yeah, that might make it easier to get past City Hall, yeah. Yeah. That, that jockey's photo was such a great addition, mm. I think, yesterday to that, that prelude to the Cup. And it, it gives, I don't know, Maddie, as you say, if, if you're a a jockey that's maybe having your first ride or you mm. don't know when your next ride in the Melbourne Cup's going to come. It's that great moment in time snapshot. But Ollie, it's that also, you made the link to, to the footy photo, the team photo. It's a great, great way to, to make that link for the general public out there to, to recognise the jockeys as sports people. Yes, absolutely. And when, you know, when you've got um, superstar jockeys from all around the world, it does um, just remind us all what a global event it is and you know great to have all those jockeys there uh the goal the walking up the fairway photo is that on the wall um you no, greg norman so. who was the other one? <laughs> oh yeah warney and and gazy yeah i haven't got that wow. one but that was a memorable day yeah is it you've got nothing on the walls except family portraits a little bit of art but um oh yeah, right some it. dot paintings <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ollie, you're leading uh, rider at the at halfway point of this Melbourne Cup Carnival. Can you can you hang on? And could you imagine winning uh, the the jockey's title, the most successful jockey in your final Melbourne Cup Carnival ever? 
would be pretty cool. I've only got three rides tomorrow, but they've all got chances. I was looking through J-Mac's book. He's, um, he's certainly got a few more better rides than me, but um, I'll be trying hard. Don't worry. Saturdays, I've got a few nice rides as well. So it'll, it'll probably come down. I need to be riding winners more so than places, just probably with the, the number of rides I've got compared to, you know, someone like J-Mac. Ollie in the last on Saturday. I reckon that will be one of the most well-backed runners of I hope the week. He's, I hope you got a ride in the last on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yet. I'm not sure what the last is going to be, but they've got the, about six rides. So we better, we better get Racing Victoria to make the sure they put one of the races The whole is going to be on you, Ollie. There's going to be 300 be, million on you. It'll be the sentimental bet of the week. <laughs> Have they organised anything uh, that you know of as yet? A, um, uh, a final farewell for you uh, at Flemington on Saturday? Not that I'm aware of yet, but possibly. I don't know. <laughs> hey, uh, middle day today. No rides at Kyneton. What's uh, what's on the agenda today? Got golf on today. Nice game of golf. Oh. Where are you playing? Um, I just down that down the sand belt somewhere. Oh, okay, he still keeps his cards close to his chest. Doesn't is it? He? Is it a is it a cash a hole, cash money per hole? It uh, could be. You never know. <laughs> Not a big punter on the golf course, but I'm sure there'll be there'll be something. Um, Worthwhile at the end. Yeah. Hey, uh, good on you, mate. Uh, I reckon you're probably getting a bit sick of your own farewell. We just keep bombarding you every day. I think you'll be glad when it's over, but uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. And I reckon we've nudged you enough where you're going to have a think about that photo. Uh, thanks, mate. Hopefully, you'll still want to talk to me at some stage next year. <laughs> well, I did like the comment where you said, I'll be back here, Melbourne Cup Day next year. I'll just be a, a fair few kilos heavier. Yeah, hopefully. I'll be. Um Living the, living the dream next year. Do you reckon you're a blowoutman or do you reckon you'll retain your physique? Um, no, I'll, I'll probably put a little bit on, but I hopefully not get too big. I want to keep myself pretty active, but just be a bit healthier. Yeah, no, no muffin top type. Who's no. surfing will keep him true? Who's been the biggest recent blowout? Uh, Higgs, it's fair to say, yeah. enjoyed himself. Um, there's no Darren Jarman type situation. No, the AFL footballers tend to blow out more than the jockeys these days, don't they? I think Buddy will blow Michael out. He's Walker got that... hasn't done a bad job. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah. he's a bit tight, isn't he? He's a bit button yeah. poppy. Yeah, yep, yep. He's looking healthy. Yeah, <laughs> in inverted commas. Geez, you've thrown him under the bus. Uh, Ollie, good luck tomorrow, mate. Thanks, guys. All the best.